guys. How are we doing? Good. Yay. You guys are so far away. It's so sad. Um, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, so my name's Kristen, and this is John. So say hi, John. Hi, John. Um, and we're just so excited to be with you guys today. Um, so in this workshop, we're just excited to share with you guys ways that God is using students just like you um, to reach your generation with the gospel. And so it's our hope that you would be inspired by these stories um, to share your faith at your schools. So raise of hands, who goes to public school? Ooh, good group. Private school. Hey, homeschooled. Anybody? I was home. I'm homeschooled. Was. Not now. Was. Yeah. We love homeschoolers. Um, so whatever school you guys are in, God can use you to reach your friends. So in this workshop, we're going to help you guys know how you can proclaim the gospel confidently and clearly with your friends and with your whole school even. Um, that's our main goal of today's seminar. Um, we also want to share with you one exciting opportunity to lead outreach at your school, and we'll also give you three specific challenges to help you share your faith post-camp. So by the end of this, you'll walk away with practical training to bring the gospel to your schools. Um, post-camp, our ministry would love to come alongside you in any way that we can be effective in you guys sharing your faith. So there's a response card that we gave you in your packet, so pull that out, and if you're interested, um, fill that out by the end of our time together. You'll also see in your pack packet a worksheet for you guys to take notes on, and there's also a gospel track, which is a little black booklet, and a life book, which um, the gospel track has the um, gospel in four simple points with verses in it, and also the life book, I believe is the book of Mark, um, so we'll share more about that later. So first, um, why is this important that we learn how to share the gospel? Um, I want you guys right now um, to just shout out what are problems that you see happening today with your friends? Like what are things that you are seeing in this generation right now? What was that? Gossiping? Addiction? Social media? What was that? Nothing. Any other things? Yeah, all of those are, are really things, are problems that you guys are seeing. There's probably a lot of things in your head right now um, that you guys are seeing happen with your friends, and it's just heartbreaking. Um, but all of those things that you guys shared and even more, those are physical symptoms of a spiritual problem. Your friends need Jesus. And praise God that Jesus can set them free from habitual sin. Jesus can remove shame and give them purpose and hope beyond the circumstances of this life. And we can give them the good news um, of Jesus. So I want you guys to raise your hand if you've tried to share the gospel with a non-believer before. Yeah. Keep your hand raised if it was very awkward and weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, keep your hand raised, though, if it was 100% worth it at the end. Yeah, more hands. I love it. Um, guys, I believe that in this workshop, um, we believe that through this workshop, you guys can make a difference. Um, but maybe you just don't know how. And you guys aren't alone. So we're going to spend some time just diving a bit deeper into how you can clearly share your faith. Um, we've helped students in over 500 schools proclaim their faith, not just with their friends, but with their whole school. Um, we can help you but most importantly, God can use you, um, and you guys can do it. So, John, why don't you share them um, about Jackson? Awesome. So, um, there is this incredible student uh, in Chicago named Jackson. I, now, I'm from Chicago. Has anyone ever been to Chicago? 
couple people. It's a cool city. It gets really cold. Um, if you're going to visit in the winter, uh, don't. Uh, <laughs> anyway, there's this student named Jackson at a, a school in Chicago, at Richards High School, and he saw a lot of these problems you guys are mentioning. He saw these problems in his school, and he decided that he wanted to bring the gospel. He wanted to stand up for Christ in his school. Um, so he actually became a decision point leader with us. He started a Christian club at his school, and we started training him to share the gospel, to have these conversations with his peers. And he even, after being a part of that, he decided he wanted to host an outreach of week at his school um, to share the gospel with his peers. And so he put the, he, we helped him plan and organize it all. He put this outreach week on. They had about 270 students come and hear the gospel, some of them for the first time. They had dynamic guest speakers come in. They gave out free Chick-fil-A and Bibles and gospel tracts like what you guys uh, got as you came in. And, and throughout this week, dozens of students received Christ, um, which is amazing in and of itself. Um, one of these students is named Muhammad. Now, Muhammad grew up in a Muslim household. Uh, he had come to the Christian club a couple times, uh, but he wasn't really engaging. He was just kind of there for the free food, um, but he heard the gospel there. Um, he started coming as the outreach was happening. He came every day of the outreach. Um, and it, what's really cool is this, something he said at the end of the week. He said, I'm not a Muslim anymore. I've decided to follow Jesus. Um, Muhammad has since been reading through the Bible and has experienced the joy of knowing Christ. Um, it's so, so incredible. Here's something that Muhammad actually wrote on his social media. Um, he said, God, thank you for making a way for me to have a relationship with you. Show me how I can spend intentional time with knowing you in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, I, I think that story is incredible, and there's certainly more to it that I could tell if you want to hear later. But um, the reality is, if God can use Jackson to reach a student like Muhammad, I know and believe that God can use you to reach your friends and peers at your school who desperately need to hear the gospel. Now, you might be encouraged by this story, but you might also be asking, can I really do that? Well, I want to tell you today that, yes, I believe you can. Um, and, and I also have some good news for you. You won't be alone in this because we know and we believe that God is with you as you do these things. Um, and I wanted to tell you about uh, some of the Bible verses that I think are really encouraging for us as we think about it. Ephesians 3 teaches us that God is able to do far more than we can even imagine. That's amazing. Uh, Matthew 28, Jesus actually promises to be with you as you go and make disciples and share the gospel. And in 1 Timothy 4, we learn that even though you are young, God can and will use you and work through you. Um, so I hope that's encouraging to you guys. But now you may be thinking, okay, maybe I can do this. Maybe God can do, can do this in me, but I'm, am I even allowed to? Is this even legal? Um, well, I have some more good news for you that you guys are actually legally protected to proclaim the gospel at your school. Um, there's two, two legal, legal things that I want to share with you guys about so you guys are aware of your rights as students in your schools. Um, and you might want to write these things down because these are really helpful. Um, and then certainly, if you guys want to talk more about these later on, want to ask specific questions about your rights, uh, we'll be here. You can come talk to us. But the first thing is something called the First Amendment. Hopefully, you guys have heard of this, the freedom of speech, um, which basically means for you guys as students during non-instructional time, so you can't interrupt class. You can't get in the way of things that the instructional time of your, during your school day. But outside of that time, you guys are protected and free to openly talk about Jesus and your faith and the gospel. Um, you, can, you, you, you can pray on campus publicly in a group with other Christians. Um, you can read the Bible. Um, you can pass out God's word in other Christian materials. Um, you can wear Christian clothing. There's all sorts of things you guys are protected in um, when it comes to the, the First Amendment. 
Beyond that, something a little more specific um, is something called the Equal Access Act. Some of you may have heard of this. Um, basically, this means that if one club can do something, every other club on campus can do the same thing. Um, what I mean by that is if you guys, are, you guys start a Christian club and are leading a Christian club and you see another club doing something, hosting an event, inviting a guest speaker, something like that, you guys are able to do that as well. So like I said, things like hosting events, reserving rooms on campus, hanging up posters, passing out flyers, um, even inviting guest speakers to come and speak um, to your peers. These are all things that you guys are able to do um, through the Equal Access Act. Um, so hopefully now you guys see that it's possible that God and the law are both on your side and protect you and, and, and you are able to go and share the gospel with your peers. So what are some other specific things you guys can do? So for the rest of our time, we're going to dive into, into some more of the practical side of how you guys can actually share your faith. Uh, but my simple question to you guys is this. What if God used you to reach your friends, the people in your classes, uh, your, your peers who don't know him? What if he used you to reach your entire school? Or even yet, what if he used you to reach your generation for Christ? Um, now, as you guys think about that, we're going we're gonna to show you this great video of how God is using students just like you guys to reach their friends for the gospel. Sharing the gospel at, at Tienega is something I feel like to do because um, I really feel just this darkness at the school. I feel like just this light in this, in this dark room. It's hurting so bad and students don't even know. They don't know how wonderful Jesus is and that's what I hope to tell them and bring them the good news. I really want my peers to know just like the sacrifice that Jesus made for us and just how much God loves us and unconditionally because it's such like just a broken world and people feel so unloved and feel the need to um, just be fake and like gain people's favor by like, following the crowd. And there's something so much better if they just pursue Jesus and just give them hope in their lives. You may be the only Christian that they've talked to ever or that has really been intentional with them. It's really cool to see um, the fruits of like what happens at these outreach weeks. Uh, we've seen uh, probably hundreds if not thousands of people hear the gospel at our school. A lot of students who are not only coming for the food but they're coming to hear what the speakers are talking about. We got to partner with some really cool pastors throughout the week that came in to do rallies at these schools. So they came in and they spoke on the gospel, some of them shared their testimonies. At, our, at my home church, we're told all the time that high school is the biggest mission field in the world, and I really get to see that with all the hurt and broken students on our campus. And for me, this has helped me because it's helped equip me with the tools that, I, that I'm gonna need. Especially during Outreach Week, you really have to step outside of your comfort zone. It's just really helped me to be more bold and confident in my faith everywhere that I go. I could never imagine like having such a cool like event that like so many students are going to and hearing about God. All of a sudden the pages of scripture become alive to them. Now it's not just a, a distant story in the past and that would be nice if it happened today, but they get to see God experience in miraculous ways right in second period at their school. It's amazing. So I just want to chat a little bit with you guys. What stood out to you specifically about that video? 
or like even write on your worksheet, what kind of impact do you think an event like this could happen on your campus? So just shout out some of the things you guys saw. Yeah. Yeah, high school is the biggest mission field. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, they really had a passion for sharing the gospel. Anything else? What was that? Yeah, it's not just a story in the past. It's real to them. That's so good. Anything else? Hmm. Yeah, that's so good. That's so good. You might be the only one that is at your school willing to share the gospel, guys. If you don't share, who will? Um, so to host on-campus outreach is like, what was that? Yeah, they'll come for the food, but they'll leave with Jesus. So that's amazing. Um, so to host on-campus outreaches like that, it takes Christian club leaders leading them. So if that's you, would you guys raise your hand? If you're a Christian club leader or a part of a Christian club right now at your school. One. That's good. So good. Amazing. I love it. So if you guys, um, if you're currently a leader at your Christian club, we believe that you guys have a unique position right now. Um, as leaders on your campus. What if you guys specifically give every student on your campus the opportunity to hear the gospel? Just imagine that. And it is possible. And we would love to provide ongoing support throughout the year. Um, But more on that later. Um, And if you're not a Christian club leader, but there's a Christian club at your school, you can still do this. Um, we encourage you to go share the vision of this, the vision of evangelism and outreach to the leaders of that club. You could even show them the video that we just showed you and um, offer to join leadership to help your club be outreach focused. Um, if there isn't a club on your campus, you guys can start one. Um, we have a video also on our website to help you how to start a Christian, um, how to start a Christian club. If you go to private school, um, you can still lead outreach. So many students on your guys' campus still don't know who Jesus is, and they would listen to you. Um, If you're homeschooled, I see you, um, you can still share the gospel with homeschooled students. You can put on an outreach event for the homeschoolers in your city, and you can also find friends that go to the public school in your area and help them put on an outreach on their campus. And for those of you who might be graduating high school and being like, oh, I wish I could have done that while I was in high school, you can still be a part of this mission by coming alongside Christian students in, your, in the area of your college um, and helping, lead, helping them lead an outreach. So let us know if you're graduating on your response card, um, and we'll follow up with you specifically about that. So um, for all of you guys, fill, just fill out the response card um, at the end of our time, and we'll follow up with you. Um, if you're interested in receiving coaching for outreach, so kind of like what we're doing today, but imagine just like one-on-one every week, getting equipped to share the gospel, getting equipped to do an outreach. That's what we offer. Um, so you can go to decisionpoint.org camp for that specifically. So now we want to share with you three practical challenges for all of you, no matter where you're at, on how you can share the gospel this year. So the first is the pray five challenge. The second is give God's word challenge. And third is go witness challenge. So John, why don't you tell them about the three challenges? So uh, yeah, there's these three great challenges. The first one, uh, like Kristen mentioned, is called the pray five challenge. Um, Now, when we think about sharing our faith in our schools uh, or with our peers or with anyone around us, right, the most important and powerful tool we have is prayer. 
Um, the Pray 5 challenge is simply this. Commit to praying for five people for five minutes every day for five weeks. Um, it's that simple. Just pray for these people. Uh, some things you could pray for are that you would have the, an open door and an opportunity to share the gospel, that you would share the gospel clearly and boldly, that the Holy Spirit would empower you to do that, and that the person you're talking to would receive Christ. So those are the three things you could pray for. Um, but again, it's simple. Five people for five minutes every day for five weeks, and just pray for them and say, God, would you use me to reach this person for Christ? Listen to what a student named Daniel said when he took the Pray 5 challenge and how he saw God at work. So he said, I began praying every day that God would give me opportunities to share my faith and that I would be courageous enough to take those opportunities when they showed up. Soon enough, I was looking all over for these moments, and guess what? I was finding these opportunities everywhere. The coolest thing that happened my senior year was the opportunity that God gave me to share the gospel of Jesus with my best friend. While we were eating Mongolian barbecue, we began talking about eternity, God, and the gospel. Now that conversation opened the door for multiple other conversations about the gospel and the questions that he had. That year, my friend gave his life to Jesus, and now, years later, we still get together every week and talk and pray and serve in the church together. Was personal witnessing awkward? Sure, sometimes it was. But was it worth it? A million times, yes. Now, what if we began to pray for our friends and the people around us, just like Daniel, imagine what God could do through that. So actually, I want to invite you right now to take on this challenge. So we're going to take one minute to write down the names of five people you want to be praying for, five people that you would love to see come to know Christ. Maybe it's your best friends. Uh, maybe, it's, maybe it's your peers. Maybe it's that one kid in, in the lunchroom who kind of sits off by himself in the corner. I'm sure you might know who I'm talking about. Maybe it's, it's that person that you're like, oh, they would never come to church. They would, that's the last person I would expect to receive Christ. Who are those people? Maybe it's the, a bully. Maybe it's someone that you just really have a hard time getting along with. Who are the people that the Lord's putting on your heart to be praying for that they would receive Christ? So go ahead and take a minute and, and write down some of those names. And once you're done writing it down, it's, it's going to sound silly, but actually take that, take that page or that paper and put it on your head so I know who's done because I, I can't see anything else. So there you go. If you have more than five that come to mind, that's great. You could do ten. You could just keep going. <laughs> Yeah, if you guys have also have any questions about this later on, feel free to come talk to us after the breakout. Um, cool. Well, as you guys are finishing up, thank you, those of you who are showing me on your head. Uh, those of you who are still finishing, that's okay. Feel free to keep writing those names down or even just come back to it later on. Um, and hey, here's another cool thing. If there's someone in your youth group who's here at Hume with you who's not in this room and you're like, hey, they should be praying for their friends too, you should tell them to do the same thing. Have them write down five names. It's great. Um, but that's the first one, is the Pray 5 Challenge. It's super simple. It just takes some time and a little bit of commitment to be praying for your friends every day. Um, but it is a really cool opportunity you guys have. Um, the next thing is called the Give God's Word Challenge. And you'll never guess what it is. It's simple. Give God's Word to your friends at school. Super simple. Um, you can do this by simply walking up to them and handing and saying, hey, I want to give you this. And it's, it's that easy. They might say no, but hey, that's okay. You're being faithful with what God is calling you to. 
Um, but it, it is super, super simple. Uh, did you guys know that about 50% of students have never even heard John 3.16? Maybe they've heard of it, but they don't even know what it is. Um, it, it, that number, I, I'm concerned that the number is getting bigger and bigger. And there's just the reality is, for those of us who grew up in church, this is like John 3.16 is the most basic verse that you know. It's the first thing you learn in Sunday school. Like That is, is a foundation that we all just know. Um, but for so many of your peers, they've never even heard it. Um, sadly, most of our peers don't own Bibles, or maybe they have a Bible in their attic or something, but it's dusty, and they, they've never even opened it. Um, so guys, let's change that. After all, we, we do believe that the Word of God is living and active, and that He uses it um, in, in some powerful ways. There's a student named Mariano um, who actually came to an outreach event, but he came at the end of it. He missed the gospel presentation, but he showed up for some pizza or whatever, um, but he came, and we gave him a Bible, um, and he actually went home and started reading it. And through him just opening and reading a Bible, he was saved. Like, God worked in a powerful way. And now Mariano's a youth pastor, and he's helping more and more students come to know Christ. And I think that is an incredible testimony to the power of God's Word. Uh, And like I shared with the First Amendment, you guys are actually allowed to pass out Christian literature as long as it doesn't interrupt class time. Um, But maybe right after class, you go up to a friend, hey, I want to give you this. Um, it's, it's super simple. Um, and, and you guys are able to pass out Bibles and other materials like that, but specifically, we want, actually want to encourage you guys to pass out these life books. You all got one when you came in. This life book is a really great resource. It's a super e- easy thing for someone to read. It's a lot less intimidating than giving them a whole Bible for some people. Um, and actually, the really cool thing about this is you can actually show this to your youth pastor, and they can look at the website on the back, and your youth pastor can actually order boxes of these for free doesn't cost you guys anything, and you guys are able to pass this out to students at your schools. Um, and so lifebook.com is where you can go and find those. Um, so that's the second one. And then finally, the third challenge, the Go Witness Challenge. The Go Witness Challenge is simply this. Go witness. It's simple. Um, actually, pick a date this fall to go out and proactively sh- start sharing the gospel and having conversations about Jesus with students on your campus. Um, beyond just wanting to share the gospel with these five people you wrote down for your Pray 5 list, imagine if you could share the gospel with students, all the students at your school. Imagine what God could do through that. Maybe even, maybe you're like, I don't know if I want to do this by myself. Well, it's fine. Grab a couple other Christian students and say, hey, I'm going to do this, and I want you to do it with me, uh, and challenge them to join you. Maybe even take some time afterwards to write down the names of some people. You're like, hey, I want to challenge them to do this with me, Um, and that could be a really cool opportunity for them and for you. Now, I know this may sound scary, it may feel awkward and uncomfortable, but like some of you even already mentioned, it is so worth it. Your friends desperately need to hear, and you might be the best person and the only person who can share with them right now. Um, And and so we're going to talk about, uh, I'm going to share with you a little bit about what the Bible says and what it teaches us about this, Um, and then Kristen's going to get us into some practical training that you guys can take and, and use even right now. Um, and so, so we're going to get into that. But let's look at what the Bible says. First of all, the Bible teaches us, and, and these are some verses you might want to write down and look at and dive into later. Um, but first of all, we see that the Bible teaches us that we are to be God's ambassadors, that God speaks through his people to bring pe- others to be saved. Um, and that is amazing. God uses us. It, it, secondly, we learn that the Bible actually teaches us that God commands us to proclaim the gospel. Jesus doesn't say, hey, if you feel up for it, if you, think it's, if you think you might be okay with doing that, like, no. Jesus says, go and do this. He doesn't give it as an option. It's a command for followers of Jesus to go and tell people. And finally, there's this question that, that, that we, we see in Romans 10. If, if we don't do it, then who will? Who's going to go tell them? If it's not you, who's it going to be? And so 
Kristen, why don't you come on, come on up and share with us how we can actually do this. Yeah. So my question for you guys is, when God opens the door, will you be ready? So when God opens the door for somebody on your Pray 5 list to hear the gospel from you, will you be ready to share with them the good news of Jesus? I want you to be. We want you to be. I know your youth pastors want you to be. But you may be thinking right now, I don't know how. So for the remaining of our time, I want to teach you guys specifically how to share the gospel. And there are five steps to share the gospel. Um, So you can write this on your worksheet. Um, But the five steps are this. One, prepare for the conversation. Two, begin the conversation. Three, share the gospel. Four, invite them to respond. And five is prepare for follow-up. So I'm going to dive just into the first three steps because that's mostly where people really get stuck on starting. Um, and we can give you full training after camp if you want to really dive into those, that fourth and fifth point. Um, but first, prepare for the conversation. You guys prepare by praying. So in your Pray 5, you're praying that you would be given the opportunity to share the gospel clearly and boldly. So you would be praying while you're preparing for the conversation um, for boldness for love, for truth. You'd be asking God to take away fears or anxieties. You'd be asking for the Holy Spirit to empower you. Um, There's a great definition of successful witnessing I love. It says this, share Christ in the power of the Holy Spirit and leave the results up to God. You know, God does not call us or command us to force somebody to believe in the gospel. He calls us to share the good news and to leave the results up to him. So prepare for the conversation. Um, Second is begin the conversation. So how do you begin a conversation? Anyone have any idea? You open your mouth and you start talking. (gasps) What a concept. I know, guys, it's crazy. So you literally just start talking. Um, You can make the conversation about anything. Hey, what about, like, do you like pizza? I don't know, literally, whatever, make up something. And just start talking to them. And just start interacting, getting to know them. Um, And once you begin the conversation, you're going to do a transition question. Okay, so how do you get from pizza to Jesus? It's very hard. Um, You ask a transition question. Okay, so if you don't know, if you know the person, you could ask a transition question like, hey, I don't think I've ever asked you this before, but what are your thoughts about God? Or what's your faith background? So right now, pick a partner, and guys, Let's practice this transition question. So you know the person, and you're going to just literally say this sentence that's up there. I don't think I've ever asked you this before, but what are your thoughts about God? So pick somebody and just practice saying that to them. David. That's my coach. That's my coach. David, work with him. <laughs> okay, good job, guys. So see how easy it is? It's not as, as complicated, I think, as our minds make it out to be. Okay? It's literally just talking to someone, asking their thoughts. So that's if you know the person. Now, what happens if you don't know the person? So you could ask a question like, hey, we're going around just asking people their thoughts about God or what they believe about God. Do you mind sharing your thoughts? 
You can live, that's as simple as that. So why don't you turn your neighbor, practice saying that sentence, um, in specifically if you don't know the person. So, go. Yeah, that one. Okay, good job, you guys. Do you guys see how in the midst of the awkwardness or the anxieties or the fears that it's so, it's as simple as asking a question. Guys, your generation is literally just seeking an identity. They're seeking a hope. And so asking those questions, I promise you, more likely than not, people are going to be willing to talk with you about it. Um, So once you ask them a question, what do you do next? Ready for this? You listen to them. Okay? So they, I know. You ask them a question, and then you stop talking, and you want to hear what they have to say. Okay, so they've shared with you about, okay, I I don't believe in God. I'm an atheist. You want to listen to that. Or, no, I grew up in the church, but I hate God now because of what he did and da-da-da-da. You want to listen to that. Because then, in the midst of you sharing the gospel, you know that you can approach it from a point of, they don't believe in God, so this is how I'm going to approach the gospel. Or, they believe in God, but they hate him. So it's those, it's all the different ways you want to listen to them. Because they're not going to feel seen if you're just, like, giving them a speech and then you walk away. They're going to be like, what was that? (laughs) You know, like, listen to them. Have a conversation. Really care about them as a human being. Um, So listen to them. Then, once you listen to their thoughts and hear what they have to say and you really learn where they're at in their life, you want to ask a permission question. So you want to go from, okay, I hear what they have to say. I want to ask them if if I can share what I believe. So you can ask a question like, thank you so much for sharing. Do you mind if I share with you what I think about God? Um, and if they say yes, you can share the gospel right then and there. If you say no, if they say no, guys, that's okay. You can literally say, thank you so much. I hope you have a great day. And if they say no, you can still be encouraged that they had a positive interaction with the Christian. Okay? So let's practice. Turn to your neighbor and say, thank you for sharing. Do you mind if I share with you what I think about God? No. (laughs) Did she say no? (gasps) You still say thank you. Have a good day. There you go. (laughs) Okay. So right now, they they said yes. Okay? They said yes. Share with me what you believe. And then you freeze. (gasps) No. You you share the gospel with them. Okay? So I'm going to unpack and I'm going to summarize the gospel in four simple points to help you guys really. It's a lot. It's super easy to memorize it. Okay? So. Four simple points. God, second, our condition, third, Christ, and fourth, our response. So those, God, our condition, Christ, and our response. Okay? So make sure you guys write those down. So I'm going to unpack those four points for you specifically. So, ready? This is the gospel. Um, God created you to know him personally. God loves you and wants a relationship with you. But second... We are sinful and separated from God. Third, thankfully, God didn't leave us in our sin. He made a way. God gave up his son, Jesus, to die for our sins, to pay the debt for our sin, and then he rose again, defeating death. 
Jesus is the only solution for our sin. He is the way, the truth, and the life. But everyone has a choice. If you individually place your faith in Jesus and believe in him as your Lord and Savior, then you can know God personally and experience his love. So those are the four points. Then what you'll do is you'll ask him a question. Say, what do you think about that? Or what would keep you from making a choice today? Because that then keeps it still conversational, okay? It's not just a speech and then you leave. You're like, no, how does that respond? How do you respond to that? What makes you feel like you're against that or you're even maybe interested in it? So ask a question. So that's the gospel. Um, and how did I know how to share the gospel? Or how does your youth pastor know how to share the gospel? Or how do the students that we talked about know? Guys, they practiced. They practiced over and over and over again until it became ingrained in them. And they knew the gospel, so at any minute they were able to give an account for what they believed. So we're going to take just a few minutes, and I want you guys to grab a partner next to you. And um, just one of you choose to share first, and you're going to share the gospel that is there. It's also in your black gospel track booklet if you want to use that. Um, But practice using those four points in sharing the gospel. So go ahead. She said yes, okay. Thirty more seconds. Okay, keep wrapping up. Thirty more seconds. Okay, there you guys go. So, um, I hope that that encourages you guys to understand that sharing the gospel is not as scary as you may be thinking. Um, So there you go. Three challenges that you guys can share um, and do this year to reach your friends with the gospel and practical training in how to share the gospel. And it, it really excites me to just see how God could use your generation to really allow students to know know him. So I want to close by inviting you to take out your response card and consider just partnering with us as a decision point leader. And that's really all you're saying is you're saying yes to do those three challenges um, and or you're saying yes to leading an on-campus outreach this year. So fill that out um, if you feel compelled to reach your whole school and if you want to do those challenges. Um, as a ministry, we would love to partner with you guys and your youth pastor and just offer ongoing support throughout um, the year to just effectively help you proclaim the gospel. So we just have some amazing resources that we would love to send you guys. Um, If you're interested, um, we have a student leader guide, which gives you all the information you need to do an outreach. 
a student leader action plan, which will give you a timeline for the whole year of your club. Um, 39 online training videos, a starter kit, which is really cool, um, fun tools and swag. Um, we've also written up club meeting series content for the whole year um, for your club. Um, and we just would love to give you free Bibles just to pass out, like for the Give God's Word Challenge. Just give you guys free Bibles. Um, most importantly, we just want to come alongside you in the midst of that um, and just help you proclaim the gospel. So um, we'll just give you one more minute to fill out, and then you got fill out the response cards, and you can put them. And then if you're a youth pastor, we have info for you. We'll be at the Snack Shack um, for the next few hours just to connect with you. Um, but, yeah, fill out those cards, and you guys can um, put them right over there or, yeah, put them right over there, and you guys are good to go. Thank you, guys.